Thank you for tuning in to the KDK9 show and sharing your Sunday afternoon with us. Greatly appreciate it. Me and Marley, Marley, me and Carly are always here. Usually. So, mostly. And if we're not you here, always do I that. know it. I don't know why I do the Marley. Well, this time, you know, oh, never mind. <laughs> no, well. Uh, Rocco's just in here. Yeah. Yeah. And we, he had me do a ditty. It's, it's the funniest doggone thing. I don't know. I can't say anything because I can't get, if there's other ears listening. So, it's so funny. You'll have to wait and see what it comes out. Okay. Oh, okay. What do the ducks say to the clerk in the store? Quack. This, <laughs> this is an oldie but a goodie. Okay. Just put it on my bill. Oh, okay. That's a Just good one. Put that it is on a my good bill. one. I like that one. Yep. Yep. So That's a, a good one for a uh, for the, the water cooler. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, when the buck when the horse walked into the bar. Why the long face? And then what uh, the duck walked into the bar. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So we have our guest today is. Charlie Nelson from our great Nutrisource Dog Foods uh, and Tuffy's is a parent company up in Perm, Minnesota. All right. So so we want to join in with uh, Charlie. Hey, Charlie, how you doing? Good, Katie. How are you doing? Well, good. What are you uh, doing on this fine afternoon that is so dark so early and now I got to go home in the dark? <laughs> Don't well, like this the, bit. <laughs> I hear you. I have the honor of visiting with you. I remember uh, sitting there uh, in your studio about 12 years ago on the show together on a Saturday morning and yes. now I get to call, call in... Uh, a decade or so later, and thank you for the the continued partnership and oh, checking well, with you. Well, so. it's it's awesome. It's 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 re, it's uh, it's an honor to be a part of your team. So I well, I, I greatly that. appreciate that. How's the wife and the kids? Hey, everybody's good. Wow, yeah, I have a uh, little uh, two little girls, and we did the Halloween thing, and now we're topping off the candy here. So. Uh, ha, ha, what was a favorite one of the kids? Oh my God! We walked around the the neighborhood, and you know, right away rumors will spread immediately, and the word gets out there that some house was offering out these three foot long <laughs> sugar uh, sugar sticks, which you don't need to give any four year old. Those are the, the you talking about the pixie sticks, right? Pixie sticks. Yes. These were major, super long pixie sticks. Yes. It was not not ideal yeah. for the kids at nine p.m. Yes. So. No, that's what I give out. I used to give out the pixie sticks, and then the ropes. You know, those real long licorice ropes. Yeah. Sure. Okay, and then a, a couple full size candy bar. Everybody got a pixie stick. <laughs> A rope and then two full size candy bar, and now You're all popular. of a sudden now we're down to like that's when I had thirty kids, you know, coming to the house. Now we're down to like you know five. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's changed. And you got to buy in bulk to get that stuff. And I, but anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, well, um, okay. Now the media has uh, out there. It's a it's huge all over the place. Uh, yep. As far as the FDA had put out something about grain free foods, sure. and so then everybody hits the panic button. There was a TV station that did a little our ditty about it, yep. and so and everybody you know I've been getting emails. And I'm sure you've been getting calls. Yeah. And so what we want to do is you want to just kind of let people, uh, I th- people want to hear what they want to hear. They don't listen sure. to the whole thing. And right. one thing, the, the ditty that came out with the, F- the FBI, <laughs> about the FDA, is that what people don't realize is that be- they're thinking, they, they, it was said, that grain-free foods cause, might or cause a cardiomyopathy. And so they're right. slamming grain-free foods. But the thing is, is what, if you look at that, what the, what the FDA headline, it did not say anything about grain-free diets causing heart problems, though almost all the blogs and posted articles and other publications have been saying exactly that. If you read the FDA statement, you will see that they said there may be a link between some grain-free diets and canine DCM, but there are also many other things going on that may be responsible. And so that's the whole thing is that right away, oh my God, the panic, we can't feed grain-freeze anymore. But anyway, so I want to get new to sources because you guys are awesome. I've never believed in a, a dog food more stronger than you guys yeah. and so that's why i just want you to you you're in the business talk to us right well katie first off again thanks and and thanks for everything you do and yeah we, we you know we've been uh 
we bought the company back 17 years ago and it's been in the family. It's going to stay in the family and it's near and dear to us. So anytime something like this uh, at all is going on, we, we, we want to be on the forefront of it. And we've been aware of this. The FDA reached out and, and um, kind of got this um, word uh, rolling here in July. And, and it's been uh, top of mind uh, uh, for us, top of mind coast to coast. And and the local station did do something here recently on that. And, and you know what? It, it, is a gr- it is an industry-wide issue. It is something yes. that, you know, we're all keeping an eye on. It's something that we've been kind of communicating with as we learn anything, um, you know, via videos that we'll do and, and updates that we can provide. But, you know, there's just there's a lot going into it, and there's, there's studies going on, which is, which is a good thing. Studies are good, but we just, you know, we, we don't know a lot yet. Right. And, you know, more than anything... Our goal is to produce high-quality, safe products for what a pet parent is looking for, and in some cases that's grain-free, and in other cases that's grain-based, and, and for our sake, we make both. So, you know, we, we have something that's right uh, for anybody, but, um, yeah, it's just something we're keeping an eye on, and more than anything, quality of food matters, and we feel strongly about our state-of-the-art facility, and... Um, but it, it is, again, more than anything, it's, it's industry-wide. It's something we absolutely have to keep an eye on. And as we learn, um, as we go, we'll make adjustments as, as we might need. But, you know, what's interesting is the, the FDA has been doing a study with, with a few hundred dogs now and, and a handful of companies that have had their food mentioned numerous times um, through that study have been notified, and we weren't one of them, you know. So uh-huh. it's one of these things where... We've not been notified. We just we need to go about continuing making quality food and and um, and do do our part in this and and share what we can when we can. So right and like I said, I want to reiterate it's 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 all grain freeze that are in question as far as the legumes, the, the chickpea and such like that. But it leads credence to that you need to if you ask people why they feed a grain free diet, a lot of them say, well, I thought that was the best for my dog. Mm-hmm. The grain freeze came out when dogs were having troubles with grains, right? Right. And so that's why rotation, rotation, and like I said, you guys have got so many great foods, like the formulas to rotate with. Because myself, right. and I've been feeding it for 12 years, and I'll do like, you know, you just, I just love it that you came out with the new beef and rice. Yeah. Okay, I would I did the lamb and rice, you know, I did the, uh, now, uh, and then I do a bag of grain free, you know, maybe, the, you know, the prairie select, and then I do like the trout rice. And But that's the thing is, that, you know, the dogs are put on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything without getting sick, okay? Right. And most people feed their dogs the exact same thing for so long, and that can cause a lot of problems. Right. And you guys have come out with just the high-quality ingredients, and that's what people don't realize is that, okay, you know, there's chicken, and then there's chicken, and there's beef, and then there's beef. Right. And, and so, like, you know, and that's the quality of the food. And then, like I say, you guys being family-owned, you have total control of what you buy and what you put in. Now, didn't you, you bumped up the two, because another part of this grain-free thing was the terrine might be causing right. a problem. And you guys bumped up your terrine, didn't you, already, without even, you know, yeah, we, get resist, without any, you know, of the, but that's the thing is there hasn't been any studies going, there's some starting, but there hasn't been no conclusion yet. And everything is just a guesstimate here, and they're looking well, into it. Right. And, and again, you know, what we've always talked about, Katie, what I've always heard you talk about is the quality of food yes. and the rotation of food. And, and you know, there's naturally taurine in, in, in quality meats and in some other cases there may not be. So, I mean, the study is wide 
range, but like you said, more than anything, and, and believe me, our, our production team wishes they didn't need to, but we knew as a company in visiting with retailers or independent retailers and pet owners, they needed a variety. They wanted to rotate. We, I could eat ice cream every day, but the fact is I need to eat different things myself, and so do you. So, um, oh, darn. We, just, the way how we, we just really try to provide a high-quality food. And Katie, what's been so fun over the years, more than anything else that we have done, is getting the calls and getting the emails and getting people like you to let us know we've made a difference for a pet out there. Yes. You know, and that's what's fun. And that's, if that remains the focus, we're, we're going to be just fine. So. Yes. And now people, um, they can call in to Nutrisource if they have any questions about any of your products, correct? Or anything that's going on with this that, you know, just, and somebody will talk to them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, how can they get a hold of what, do you have a number or a website? Do you want yeah. them to, where do you want them to go? They can do a couple things. Certainly, you know, they can call us. You know, our number is 1-800-525-9155. You can go to our website. Um, it, Katie, you've always known my personal line and door is always open. I mean, we just, we want to talk to people that yes. have questions. And the other thing is, I would say is, you know, don't hesitate talking to your independent retailer. I mean, we have absolutely been so fortunate to have built a, a fun partnership with so many strong independent retailers throughout the country, starting in the, in the, in Minnesota and starting in the, in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area. And, uh, you know, they care so deeply as well. And, and they know every customer's name by heart and yeah. it, it's fun that we can count on them and they know how to answer questions. So please turn to the independent retailers if you could, but if you want to talk to us directly, geez, we welcome that. Yeah. And so that you gave that number and then they could, can they do anything on the website too? Can they send? They can. I believe, yep, I believe they can go to our website as well and, and, um, send an email as well, but don't hesitate to pick up a phone. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're not so big that we can't uh, answer the phone or get back to you very quickly here. And again, you know what, the, the, the one thing about this whole thing, Katie, has been that, th- again, this is, a, this is an ongoing thing. So we, we don't always have every answer because it's something that we, we learn as we, you know, learn as we go a little bit. But um, we'll provide everything we possibly can. And again, more than anything, all of our products, grain or grain base, are FDA approved, and and uh, you know we just um, we we do we give everything we give everything we got when we're making products every day. So right, and it's, you know, um, and, and people hit the the panic button, but it's just like look at the uh, the food chain in the human world. You know, the the, uh, the food pyramid. You know, like twenty years ago for for humans, and now what they're finding out that well, maybe that wasn't quite right, and so right. we're always tweaking because we right. don't know what it takes to keep us healthy healthy and to keep our pets healthy. We always, you know, it's, it's, it's a learning thing. We're always learning. And if we that's need right. to tweak, we'll tweak, we do. And that's just like, you know, um, you know, with, with the pet industry is, so that's why, and you guys are so good about, man, when something raises us, man, you're right there and you want to do the best for our pets. You know, like I say, since you're family owned, you know, yeah. you're not beholding to a bunch of, you know, yeah. uh, bean counters that say, yeah. you know what, to, we'll, we'll, we'll just, we're just fine. We're just fine. You know what I mean? Right. You're, you're taking the bull by the horns. And and like I said, this grain free, it's not feeding a, uh, you know, the it's it's industry wide. It's not a product like a a brand is worse right. than the other. And that's what people just gotta, you know, folks. The best thing that they they can do is to rotate. You know, that's do right. grain free and non grain free, grain free and non free, or just go non grain free for a while, but rotate that up. Right. But the, exactly. uh, but like I said, this is just a, a, the buzz. It's just start the ball. The, the ball has just started rolling on this, yep. and I really really wanted to. Uh, okay, can you hold on? a bit Charlie here yes. because uh, I'm getting the I always do this I get on a roll and, <laughs> and Carly's over there going break <laughs> okay so an honor Charlie of, uh, from Nutrisource here this is we're going to see if you can get this riddle 
Okay. okay. Why was the horse in so much pain? Why was the horse in so much pain? We'll be right back. All right. Thank you for tuning into the Katie K9 show. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, so, okay. We are here with, in case you're just tuning in, we're here with uh, Charlie Nelson, president of Tuffy's Pet Food, which is a maker of Nutrisource. And so we uh, are throwing out the riddle to him. Why was the horse so much in pain, Charlie? Katie, I'm sitting here thinking, and I cannot come up with the answer. I apologize. No, no, no. What do you apologize for? Let's see what Carly's got to say. <laughs> I feel like I should know it. Just Carly got uh, Think about it. Think, think about I'm it. Thinking. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. Why was the horse in so much pain? Uh, Dead air's not good. No, I don't know. Okay. I know it's not good. Okay, you ready for this? <laughs> because he was a Charlie horse. Charlie horse. Get that, Charlie? Oh, nice Look ship. at that. Now I am embarrassed. Okay, now I am there you embarrassed. go. Don't be embarrassed, Charlie. Don't, I don't get them no, ever. He, yeah, she doesn't. She was on a roll last week. She I two, was. I two in yeah. a row. That was pretty good. <laughs> there are some days okay, where I'm Stupid dad it, jokes but... is what we do. We do trivia sometimes, sometimes stupid dad jokes. So, But anyway, <laughs> so once again, we're talking to Charlie Nelson, president of Tuffy's Food, maker of Nutrisource. And we're talking about the F. FDA had come out with a statement uh, where uh, the dilated cardiomyopathy in dogs may, may, there might be a correlation if you feed a total grain-free diet. And also what they said in the report was that uh, to watch for signs of cardio or dilated cardiomyopathy, say that real fast, uh, containing peas, lentils, other legume seeds or potatoes as a main ingredient. As a main ingredient. And so that's the thing is that, uh, like I said, people are just wigging out. And it's not a, for, once we, we just got done talking about, we it is not a brand. It's not a brand. They're, they're, this is encompassing all grain-free foods that are all brands that are out there. And if the people are in question, then what they should do, if they have to settle themselves down, is then go to a non-grain free, but make sure that you rotate it up. You know, like you, well, you guys have got lamb and brown rice, you got beef and rice, you got trout and rice. I mean, you've got a lot of of other ones that are, you know, that are non-grain freeze if people are that worried about it. But it's not a brand. It is all grain freeze from every brand out there. Yeah, it is. And, and like you said, Katie, we have so many grain and grain-free formulas yes. and with our Good for Life system and chelated minerals. Again, I've, I've heard you talk for years about rotating with quality foods, you're, and your dog will do just fine. Yes. And that's, that's, a, that's a, as a solution-based company, that's, that's a bit of our focus, certainly. Yeah. So. And people need to empower themselves. And I, I'm still, I want you uh, folks, you go to, uh, I had mentioned this last week, you go to homo, H-E-M, hemo, H-E-M-O, pet.org, H-E-M-O, pet.org. And she, John, Jean, Dodds wrote a great article to help you understand the, the big picture. And like I said, one of the questions was taurine. Is you know was there enough taurine? And like I said earlier too, that uh, Nutrisource, you guys bumped up the taurine in your in your uh, formulas already, haven't you? Yes, we have. We did, in fact, uh, in a number of formulas over a year ago, and now have completely. So, yeah. And again, you know, Katie, you hit it on the head. The FDA. They're not afraid of, of tweaking their position on things over the years either, and, and it's just something we have to keep an eye on. We don't know what the you know what the the statement will be six months from now or a year from now. Right. We just we just keep our uh, we keep in the game and make quality foods and and adjust as we can. And again, being family owned, we can make quick decisions. We can make quick changes. We can communicate better than most because um, again, being family owned, and that's 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 our goal. So now you do a partnership with Kansas State, right? We do. We and do. And what's that? So you know what we we partnered with Kansas State over a year ago. They're they're a university that's 
um, kind of cutting edge and, and um, in that in that space of uh, grain and, and uh, pet nutrition and what have you and and we have more than anything just sponsor them because again their their goals are pet nutrition and making a difference out there so we've had a couple of interns working for us this past summer and just have kind of grown a nice relationship with them and ultimately they've um, they are also doing their studies on this and, and again as a, as a sponsor to them um, um, as well we get great communication with them along the way so um, it's just one more way for us to a support a group that has pet health top of mind and we've had that relationship now for over a year and um, and it's a way to continue to being uh, be provided feedback and and good information for us right now one thing that I was amazed when I did the tour of your unbelievable facility up there and uh, I mean I was totally awed by it when I went there this past uh, past uh spring i think it was i can't remember i can't remember what i did yesterday but anyway <laughs> i got up and i'm still here today that's that's a good thing yeah. but um is that now you in all your pet foods dog and cat foods all get tested twice at plant and then you also send it out yes. uh, out uh, uh and you do not ship out from the plant until that third party uh, okays that batch correct that is correct, Katie, and, and uh, there's, there's constant testing, obviously, but it, we also believe in third-party testing, you know, so we, we, do, we do, we send out samples every single, uh, well, every single day samples are tested to, a, to the tune of a lot of money at the end of the day, but it's, it's absolutely what we, what we feel the need to do and want to do to get, to get final, final approval. So, yeah, we, we, we feel good about what we produce. I mean, we, we honestly have a beyond a strong uh, production team yes. and have for years. But but we want a third party involved as well. Yeah, and that's I tip my hat to that because, like I say, you are, you're on top of everything. That's why I feel so safe, you know, in feeding, you know, my dogs and my cats, you know, the Nutrisource line or the Pure Vital line. Right. Or, you know, uh, because you guys go out of your way and go above the call of duty to ensure that whatever comes out is totally safe, you know, for right. our pets. And right. so, yes, it's, the grain freeze are in it thought right now, but <laughs> we're all learning lessons and, and finding out, okay, what? Don't hit the panic button. Then just start rotating with other formulas and all will be right with the world. That's right. That's okay. Right. Got any closing, any closing statement you would like to say, Charlie, from Nutrisource? Well, you know, Katie, I, I rarely uh, talk about our companies without mentioning just the, the, how blessed we are to have the people around us. So, mm-hmm. I mean, even, even from a sales standpoint, uh, point having the Katie Lures and Jennifer Weikerts and Matt Kings in, in the metro market and and uh, we would not be here without our independent retailers so again I stress it once I'll say it again please go talk to them uh, and again Katie to your point you know learn everything that we what we produce and yep. and uh, and make and um, rotate some diets and and know that you're working with a with a safe company here right and, if and I thank it, you for everything you do Katie oh well no I thank you for making an awesome product <laughs> and well, you know when I met you for the first time you approached me and yep. you know and i was so picky on what you know like oh god here comes another new dog food and yep. so i said i'm not doing nothing you show me your product you show me what you're putting in this stuff and and stuff like that and i was just and you guys proved over and over to me that boy i'll tell you i was i'm, I'm just honored that you guys uh like i say believe in me as much as i believe in you guys so it's it's unbelievable well katie thank you and again you're you're looking out for uh for pets every single day and that's what that's why we do this and We've been given a lot of opportunities by our retail partners, um, you know, several years ago when when we hadn't um, 
hadn't uh, positioned ourselves to, to be the most popular brand yet, but they supported us, and, and we don't forget them. And uh, it all works. At the end of the day, we produce a quality product and have the recommendation. And so. that they do. Why don't you give the phone number in case people have got questions for you? Let them feel free to actually call and get a person. So what sure. number so, is that? Yeah, it's one 800 525 9155 and again if if uh if you happen to get a voicemail we we absolutely positively will be calling you back we just talked again this week and um listen we absolutely have to continue communicating with everybody on every issue in the industry that's our job right and uh, you have that commitment right and people have to read about this and be like i said i gave you that dr gene dobbs dodd's uh, article so empower yourself and so you realize it's uh, all grain freeze it's not a brand like i said there, there was a, there a tv show our radio station a radio station tv station did a little thing and that family particularly you know was feeding and so the whole thing is is that everybody hits the panic button and and you know unfortunately a bad word spreads quicker than a good word <laughs> and yeah. so you know I mean, it's, it, and it's just it's really sad that if people you know that's how panic ensues and it's just like people stop Yep. Breathe, okay. Know your know your source, Nutrisource, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that, that's anyway. right, and, and and you're spot on with all that, Katie. And we'll communicate, uh, continue to communicate, and and uh, anytime we learn anything new, listen, we're gonna we're gonna share that. That's our job. That's so. fantastic. Well, you go eat some Halloween candy, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for calling in. Greatly appreciate, it. and thank you for all you do, Charlie. Your company is awesome, and uh, just yeah, the greats. Katie's awesome. Jenny's awesome. Matt, yeah, just can't yeah. say enough about everybody. It's just great. Well, thank you, Katie, and thanks for everything you've done for us. Appreciate it. You better feel free to call in any time if, you, if will, something comes up. We're always listen, I will, here. I will do that. I hope that's okay. Oh, no, that's, that's fine. Don't lose a number. Don't, okay, thanks again. It's a again. secret number. Don't give it out. <laughs> no, I'm saving it. Thanks there again. There you go. Take care, kiddo. Bye-bye. Thanks, you guys. Bye-bye. Yeah, uh, Charlie has the bat line number. So that's funny. Yeah, when he called in, <laughs> Carly goes, the bat line. I did. D- does anybody use that anymore? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. I was very confused. <clears throat> so once again, folks, that was Charlie from Nutrisource. He's president of Tuffy's uh, Pet Foods, maker of Nutrisource. And up in Perm, Minnesota, you can't get much fresher when it comes from Perm down to, to the cities here. And uh, and then, like I said, to understand what the FDA had to say about grain freeze. Remember, this is just the, the tip of the iceberg. They don't know yet. They just, they're thinking that, the what you know, some of the, if you're constantly feeding the grain free, maybe the legumes, the potatoes, and uh, the chickpeas and things like that might cause dilated cardiomyopathy might all right and but uh and that's pretty uh, like in king charles uh spaniels and in golden retrievers they have a lot of heart problems and so that's why you've got to be particular and know what you're feeding and and know what is best but we're all learning like i say that the food chain has changed in the human world as far as the pyramid and, and now we're learning more in the animal world. So that's really important. Okay. Okay. Carly's over there. You, Katie, Katie, Katie. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't know what we're doing there. Okay. Hedgehogs. We just talked about that. How many, how many times does a hedgehog who, you know what a hedgehog is, right? Hedgehog's heart beat per minute. How many times per minute? We'll be back. It's dark outside. Pretty soon it's gonna be dark outside with lots of snow out there. That's why I love my four by. I will never not drive a four by. You know, people when the gas prices are up to four over four bucks an hour. Everybody's looking at me like, 
what are you, independently wealthy? I said, you know, that is my second insurance policy. Because short of a semi, hopefully, if I, there is a, a fender bender, I am on, you know, coming out smelling like a rose because right. I'm bigger than most of the cars out there. Right. <laughs> but there are a lot of, I, somebody said they're quit making cars because they're making all SUVs because that's what everybody wants. You know, the in Minnesota here, you know, the, the yeah. four-wheel drive or four-wheel drive, so... And boy, I'll tell you, once you've had four-wheel drive, whoa, you're never, never going, going back. back. <laughs> never. A hedgehog's heart beats how many times per minute? Uh, 100 times, 250 or 300? I want to say 250. Nope, 300. Really? <laughs> 300 uh, times per minute. 300 per minute. That's a lot. That's a lot. Beats. No, that's yeah, why. That's, I, that's huge. And like, they're not that big. That's why I thought yep. that was like way too much. Yep. No, yeah. I, interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting too. I think huh. so. Okay. Well, we got some callers that have been holding on. So let's get to those right away. Okay. We're going to talk to Jessica and she has a question about a dog that has leash aggression. Oh, leash aggression. All right. Yes. Hey, Jessica, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog? What breed? I have a three-year-old Borble mix. A what? A border what? A Borble. South African Mastiff. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, Am I saying it right? She's a rescue. I've only had her for four months now. Okay. How many, uh, how old is she? She's three. She's three. Okay. And you've had her for three months? Uh, Four months. Four months. Okay. Okay. So what's going on? She is really hit or miss with socialization with dogs. And it's usually linked to when I'm walking her on a leash. Right. But and they always say, like, socialization. We're getting ready to do some dog training classes to work on it because she is so bad at introductions with other dogs. Okay. But we get her to a dog park, and the poor girl is just super anxious. But dogs will be rolling around, bumping into her, licking the inside of her cheeks, and she doesn't care. Okay. But when we're walking down the street mm-hmm. and she sees a dog that's not being particularly aggressive or in her face... Mm-hmm. And she'll just give a sniff for a sec, and then she'll decide that she doesn't want to be around him anymore. Okay. And she'll, like, growl and snip at him. Okay. Okay, first She's of all... She's never actually made contact. Good. Good. Um, but then the other thing is we've dog sat um, a little Boston Terrier, mm-hmm. and they are the two bestest buds. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just seeing three different dogs and all these different scenarios. Okay. Uh, first of all, if you go to a dog park on a regular basis, especially with kind of a pushy dog, uh, what happens is you teach the dog to be more dog than human. Okay, they gave up our, our human. Uh, they gave up their dog life to be part of our human life. And the more times they play with interact with dogs, they become more dogs where they become more pushy and more flamboyant. Because every time dogs come together, they have to rank. Somebody has to be one, two, three, four, et cetera. All right. So now dogs that go to dog parks on a regular basis, usually when they hit about three to three and a half, oh, sometimes four, all of a sudden they want to take out every dog in the dog park because it's no longer fun because it's hard work making friends with the dog. And so that's why I, people think that the more they're more social with the more dogs that they meet, and that is totally, totally wrong. As long as your dog can be social, have a friend, like, okay, that, that little Boston, as long as he could be friends with a couple dogs and not take them out, you know what? Your dog is social. It's not how mm-hmm. many dogs they meet that uh, makes them social, okay? Now, when people okay. go out for walks, okay, can our dogs meet? And I say a resounding no. And the reason is, is because you want your dog to learn to walk on by, not see that every dog that he he sees all of a sudden he has to be fretting you're going to shove him in can our dogs and you know and then the nose the nose and usually what gets uh, most dogs into a fight is a dog lingers too long in the hardware department and that gets you know it's one thing to touch noses and, and, and then move on by but the big thing is don't even touch noses if they look at the other dogs they just walk on by it's just like if you take a two-year-old or three-year-old to, around Como Lake 
And every yeah. kid that you see, you say you shove your kid into that other kid. Here, meet this kid. Here, meet this kid. Here, meet this kid. Pretty soon, you, the kid just gets like, stop. <laughs> okay. And that's the same thing with the dog. You know, with uh, you know uh, that they get themselves all amped up because oh, this could be friend or foe. This could be friend or foe. And then like when the dog moves wrong, and then sometimes people don't uh, humans don't realize that they cause it, and it might not be your leash. It might be the other one where they choke up on the leash, and so now they're restraining the dog and now the dog feels that there's a problem and they need to be reactive because they feel your tenseness and so that and then like your as long as leashes are totally loose okay and let them touch noses and then back up back away and then move on but don't like i say let them get up over the top of their shoulders or sniff their butt or whatever type thing and so that but that that's where leash aggression comes from usually as dogs that spend at the dog park and then now they see other dogs out on a walk and then people start you know uh, tensing it up on the leash because they all of a sudden, whoa, is that going to be somebody I'm going to play with? <laughs> you know, and so yeah. then they, they get them some, and then the other dog, and some dogs are good at dog signals and some dogs aren't, all right? And so mm-hmm. that's why what I would strongly suggest when you're on your uh, walks right now, just tell people, I'm in, you know, the kind of dogs meet, no. Uh, we're in training right now, just walk on by, please. And if your dog okay. goes to react, just redirect them, hey, what's this? And go oh, play the what is this game. Go over and touch a tree. So or she does, Like, we don't let her sniff because, like, we do know that like you know what she's we're really hit or miss so we're just going to keep walking yeah. and she doesn't growl it's really only after she gets the chance to sniff right she won't so, she, we can pass dogs all day good. and she won't really they, yep, react and especially keep, even if other dogs are barking and growling at her okay yep Good. Care. Excellent. And just walk on by. Don't do okay. that, okay? And so and okay. don't worry if she's good that way where she's trying not trying to take you to the dogs, you know, as she's barking or growling or whatever. Okay. She's walking on by. Excellent. That's that's a well mannered dog. One that just says, eh, and just kind of walks on by. That's excellent. Okay. Don't let because like I say, no dog needs to meet your dog unless there's gonna be future play dates. All right. Okay. Let's say you're you're gonna meet um let's say you got a friend that got a dog and now you want your dogs to be buddies so you can go to walks and stuff and do things together. So then what you do is you meet uh, like uh, off your territory. Don't let the dogs meet. Go for a walk first, you know, so the dogs can kind of size each other up before they. And then as you can see, the dogs relax. Okay. Maybe after about 20 minutes of walking, then then turn and let the dogs see each other. Oh, well, they're seeing eyeing each other up, being next, you know, walk. It's usually dog person dog person you don't want it to be dog dog you know next to each other it's dog person dog person when you go for a walk all right okay Okay. and so then the thing is is that uh now you can let them you know stand and talk to each other where they're kind of facing each other but they're not sniffing each other yet okay then continue on your walk and when they seem disinterested in each other then let them touch noses say hi and then keep going on your walk all right just slowly let them acclimate to each other just don't let them like who are you you know type thing (laughs) because that can put a dog you know like i say on the defense and that's like i try to explain to people let's say you and i get together quite a bit you know with our dogs but now when i come you come over to my house or even when i go over to your house all dogs are on a leash because when you first come flying through that you know when you first open the door you don't want the dog to like your dog to come flying in my house like i'm here all right and so mm-hmm. the, and my dog hasn't had a chance to see who is here all the door opens and all this bah happens okay Okay. And so when you go to people's houses, all dogs are unleashed so that they, they, you can hang out for 15, 20 minutes. The dogs get to do an air sniff. Oh, I remember you. 
and calmness is, and then you unhook, and now they can go play if they choose. But they, not that initial blast of coming into a situation. That's usually what when fights can ensue or a problem can happen because the dogs haven't had a chance to see who are you. You know what I mean? Dogs have relatively very poor eyesight. Their smell, you know, their every the world is through their nose and through their ears. All right, their sight mm-hmm. sucks, and so that's why, like I say, you've got to help them. You know, have a chance to sniff who is this, okay, or hear, you know, this. But the, it, mostly, it's through their nose, all right, because they don't okay. see well. So by doing things like that, you should be just fine. And uh, and like I say, uh, people that are on retractable leashes and letting their dog, then pull yourself off. Off so that dog cannot get into your dog's face and space. All right. You've got to okay. be the guardian. And then it's up to yourself. If you want to keep going to dog parks, I would strongly suggest because all it takes is one time for her to get beat up by some dog that thinks he's Joe cool or her Joe cool. And now she's going to become re- truly reactive, you know, where she sees another dog and she's not going to wait for to be taken out. She's going to be doing the taking out. Okay. Cause she's okay. scared of her own kind. So I would strongly suggest that you get together with family, friends, coworkers, and your dogs get along and, and, and just don't worry about dog parks and such like that. But somebody's got to have a fenced in yard where the dogs can run and play or, uh, you know, of an area or whatever type. So the, I would strongly suggest that. Okay. Okay. But I, awesome. I just think that, they, they, yeah, class situation will be fine. But that's the whole thing is that no dog needs, I'd say, with my classes, part of the lesson and my classes is no, none of the dogs in beginner one gets to meet or beginner two. They have to learn to be in a room and go, oh, another dog. Oh, look at that person over there. Not another dog. Who are you? Are we going to be friends? <laughs> okay. No, they have to learn to just hang out, look, absorb. No big deal. Okay, and that's why, like I say, let's whatever class you're going to, I would strongly suggest that you you know you, uh, if you want them to meet, it should be later, you know, like after a couple weeks. But I, like I said, I just feel that that's not a place to make friends. It's a place to learn. And unfortunately, if they start making friends in class, all of a sudden they're not paying attention to you. They're trying, they're watching that other dog or dogs. Like, okay, when are we going to have a chance to meet again? When are we going to, you know, I want them to just disassociate with everybody in the room and pay attention to their owners. Okay. All right. Does that help you at all? That helps a lot. All right. Good luck, kiddo. Thank you. You betcha. Bye-bye. Bye. So, yeah, she doesn't have true leash aggression, but a lot of people don't realize that they cause it by tightening up on the leash because they feel that something's going to happen. And so, anyway... Oh, anything else, Carly? You're very quiet today. I know they're... No, I'm just listening. I'm absorbing. You're absorbing. Charlie, that was nice of Charlie Nelson to call in, president of Tuffy's, which is the parent company of uh, Nutrisource. So hopefully people remember that you can podcast. Uh, you can go to mytalk1071.com, go to the Katie Canine page, and then there's you can get onto the Katie Canine Facebook, which I posted a really good article about uh, drugs, uh, how their uh, vets are becoming drug pushers yeah. to our, our our pets. Yeah, and and that drugs uh, do not go through for our animals do not go through the uh, rigorous testing that human drugs do. Right. So basically, our dogs become our cats become the process of did it work or didn't right <laughs> you know they're like guinea pigs that's the word i was yeah. thinking of yeah yeah they're guinea pigs so i so i got a great article on my katie canine facebook page but then you can get the podcast and so you can hear what charlie nelson had to talk about yep whereas with this fda coming out saying grain-free foods might might cause dilated cardiomyopathy don't ask me to spell it i'm, I'm getting better at, at saying it <laughs> but anyway and i forgot to tell charlie i was sitting on the desk here is wiley wallabies red licorice 
Oh my gosh. I yes, love I that forgot stuff. to. Yeah, I know. I forgot to tell Charlie right here. I got you right in the end. Not only do, you know do I love your yes. your dog foods and cat foods and such that I love the wallaby. But my favorite though is I like the red. Yes. I like the black. Mm. I know many people don't like black licorice, and I don't know why that is. It's, but I, but I love their beans, the the ones that are multi. They look like good and plenties. They're pink, yeah, white, yeah, yeah. The ones oh, you used to bring those in all the time. Yeah, well, they have a hard time coming here because because uh, then you eat I, them, yeah. and then I don't want to leave them. I right, want to take exactly. them back with me. <laughs> so the Monday crew doesn't get nothing. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, so that was nice of Charlie Nelson to call in. And so if you can get a hold of Nutasource, I'll go to Nutasourcepetfoods.com and he puts he put a couple of videos up on Nutasource uh too to to check into. Okay, we'll be right back. Well, there she goes. Carly loves this song. You should see your beep bopping. All right. Okay, we got one last call, Michelle. We're going to get to you in a second here. Say, so I want you to go to the, my KDK9 uh, Facebook page by way of mytalk1071.com. I posted an article not only about uh, uh, the pharmaceutical industry and pets, but there's uh, it's really, it makes you drop your jaw. Somebody got a picture of a coyote with a, I saw you see that? that? Yeah, yeah, with a, a dog. It looks like a Jack Russell yeah. in his mouth. And anyway, and, and coyotes are a huge, huge, huge problem. Yeah. I, I don't, and so many people that have the underground fencing, they put the dog out thinking that hey you know they're fine they forget about the, the other dog things. can come in yeah. and coyotes know where their food are yeah and so the minute they'll be laying and waiting when like you let the dog out to go potty or whatever and all milk yeah. run in grab them and away the way they go i never ever you know people laugh at me i have all my dogs on long lines when they go outside because i don't know what's on the other side and grant you you know zelda could take out any but you know, i was gonna Gil- say zelda yeah and so <laughs> zelda uh, could put up a fight yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know gilligan and and ethel are yeah treats right know? yeah so they don't go out without me yeah i'm yeah. there i'm not just you know but anyway and so there's a thing called nightguard.com nightguard.com and it's a pulsating like laser thing yeah that's supposed to like keep everything away yeah. coyotes deer and the whole kit so you might want to check that. that's for 20 bucks uh but and then they also have the rollers for for coyotes that try to climb the fence to come into your yard if you have a t- traditional yellow oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah yard fenced in yard yeah they have rollers that they so they can't get over oh, the, okay. the fence uh but anyway so you guys you got to do your due diligence because uh I, I can't tell you it's happening more and more that small dogs are getting taken out by the coyotes and they are smart they are very very smart yeah. and so that's so go to my Katie Canine Facebook page by way of mytalk1071.com and listen to the podcast to of today's show and such. But you really need to to pay attention to that. Okay? Yeah. Okay, let's take the last caller for the day. Okay, we have Michelle on the line and she has a question about a Rottweiler that's very excited. Very excited. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, Michelle, thanks for calling in and Hi. waiting. I greatly appreciate it. Thanks. Um, okay, so Ava is 14 months old and I know she's a teenager and a you know, still has her puppy brain. Yeah. Um, so she's home with my husband all day. He doesn't work as much as I do. Mm-hmm. When I get home, it's like nonstop. Look at me. Play with me. Do this. Do that. You know, she's panting uh-huh. and pacing and crazy. So the first thing we do is go for a 40-minute vigorous walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're walking. We're not just, right. you know, sniffing. We're walking. We're power walking. Yes. And then we get home and we go out in the yard and she potties and we play, you know, frisbee and catch and whatever. Um, and then we come in and, you know, I'm expecting her to settle down, but she paces and pants and grabs her socks and jumps on the couch and it's like she cannot settle down. 
Okay, uh, a couple things. Number one, sounds like she's a very smart dog because smart dogs get bored fast. And what you're doing is that by walking her and playing frisbee, you're building an athlete. You're physically working her, but you're not mentally working her. And so physically will never tire her out. She just gets endurance, all right? So what you've got to do is work on her mental. I would get into nose work. I would start teaching tricks. Go get a, a, it's called a a 10-minute dog training games by Sundance. She also has 101 tricks uh, by Sundance. Uh, But anyway, so mentally stimulate your dog. You're going to find she's going to be, where's the dog? She's taking a nap because you've been mentally draining her so much (laughs) that she needs to take a nap. Okay, and so that's why the whole thing's but input, input, input into her head. Uh, Something as simple as having her do a down stay across the room while you're eating. Or let's say you're going down the hallway. Make her do a a sit stay or a down stay. Go down to the hall, get done, whatever you do, come back, release her. Okay, good job. Doing little jobs throughout the day. Uh, Instead of doing the frisbee, frisbee, no. Make her think. Hold a thought longer than a millisecond. Another thing that you want to do is to uh, take the leash, put it on just her plain buckle collar. Put the bulk of it on your chair and sit on the leash. Ignore the dog. Don't look at her. Don't touch her. Don't do anything. Cross your arms in front of you, and you only want her to have enough leash that if she lays down, the collar stays loose. Don't give her too much leash. She'll wrap you up with it. Okay, now mm-hmm. what you're going to do is you're going to sit, like maybe you're watching TV or something. I don't care. But anyway, and have your arms in front of you at the very beginning. Because now if she sits there and stares at you, turn your head to the right or to the left so you, she doesn't get any eye contact from you. Turn your head to the right, because a side profile to a dog is a calming signal. Cross your arms in front of you. Okay, and then if she tries to come up into, like, put your paws on your lap or whatever, like I say, keep your head turned so you don't establish eye contact. Your arms across in front of you. Lean forward and bump her and just go, hey, just like that. Or, ah, just like that. And just keep doing it because what you want her to do to realize no matter what shenanigans she tries to pull on you, you don't give her any eye contact whatsoever. So pretty soon what happens, she gets bored, whereas, boy, this ain't working. And then all of a sudden, she learns to lay down and do nothing. The hardest thing for both humans and animals to do is to do nothing. So this is what is called the invisible dog. If you don't have a dog, how can you tell them what to do, right? So what you want to practice on her is, you know, you, if you got a minute, sit on the leash. You got five minutes, sit on the leash. You got a half hour, sit on the leash. You're, tra- you're, you're uh, checking emails, watching TV, talking on the phone. Sit on the leash, ignore the dog, all right? And there's no words other than if she tries to get up into your lap, cross, side profile, remember, no eye contact whatsoever. And especially with a big dog, if, even if she's standing next to you, you have a tendency you want to start petting her, don't do that. Sit on your hands, <laughs> Because you don't you don't want to give this dog any contact, eye contact, physical contact. You want them to get so they learn to just calm themselves down by themselves. So a day okay. days that she's pacing, pacing, just hook the leash on. I suggest a nylon leash so she doesn't chew through uh, a leather leash in case you uh, get busy, like talking on the phone or whatever. And so mm-hmm. just totally ignore her. And like I say, you got a minute, sit on the leash. You got five minutes, sit on the leash. And before you know it, all of a sudden now you're teaching her to find her zen, to find her calmness. When people come into the house, she's on a leash. Tell everybody to ignore mm-hmm. the dog. Don't look at her. Don't touch her. You're all sitting around the kitchen table. Sit on the leash and where she can't get to anybody. And then once she's calm, then you can get maybe five minutes or usually it's 15, 20 minutes. Then once she lays down, get off the leash. Let her go say how her do her how-dos when she wants to. 
don't say okay or anything. Let her figure out she's free. And now, now if she starts jumping at people, you can grab the leash, come back, sit back on the leash again. So really practice the invisible dog. Teach tricks. Do nose work. I have an intro into nose work, and I don't have a full class, just an intro to show you how I get. But there's a lot of places now doing nose work. Uh, my girlfriend teaches up, uh, I think it's on the run, and uh, she has nose work classes up there. Uh, but though that, uh, well, you really, that drains a dog like you wouldn't believe. So that's what I would strongly okay. suggest, okay? Awesome. Thank okay. You. Mentally worker, don't physically, all right? Okay. Have Perfect. a great Thanks. time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Yep, bye. Yeah, you got an excited dog out there, guys. Mentally challenge them. Just we're coming into the yucky time of the year, and so what happens is that they get bored. They start jumping on us. They start pottying the house. They start eating things, and before you know it, you know now you want to like ah. Well, you know what? He's the dog's bored. I get destructive when the when I'm bored. You know. So, well, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening today, and thank you, Carly. We're going to be here next week. Don't forget, mark your calendar, November 18th, Pet Evolution. I'm going to be there at 3 for Q&A, and then I'll be doing my radio show live from 4 to 6. That's November 18, all right? Got any questions, give me a holler up at Katie's Canine. Go to my show page, mytalk1071.com. Remember the podcast, podcast, podcast. Someday I'll learn about it. (laughs) Have a great time. Don't hide your dogs, train them.